Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. I'm Jamie Flanagan. Want to take a second? Thank you for finding us, sharing some time with us. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, do all those podcast things in all the podcast places. It helps out immensely. And what we're going to do is help you with your pets. That is the whole mission and goal in our lives. We've done this for years and years, and we have tons and tons of your calls stored, and we're going to share them back with you as we roll through some of the best of Animal Talk. We had some amazing interviews, some incredible celebrities, some amazing inventors. We're going to share all those with you as well. Remember, Animal Talk is for entertainment purposes only. Any medical advice, training tips should be checked with your local veterinarian and local behaviorist. Never know. Always good to just have a double check. Again, entertainment purposes only, and we hope you're entertained with Animal Talk. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, WearingFunny.com, for all your pet parent clothing needs. WearingFunny.com. Are you a cat mom? Are you a dog dad? We got the t-shirts for you. WearingFunny.com. Visit it now. Hey, we even take requests. Are you a a, a ferret friend? We'll make you a t-shirt. Just let us know what it is you're looking for. Uh, Head over to wearingfunny.com and you can email me directly, jamie at animaltalkradio.com if you have any questions about that. But there's some super cool, super amazing swag to get your hands on there. Wearingfunny.com for all your pet parent clothing needs. Here we go. It's Animal Talk. Like Kathy in South Dakota is doing. Kathy, welcome to Animal Talk. Good evening. Good evening. uh, What's up with your dog? Uh, my dad has an eight-year-old female miniature schnauzer who about two weeks ago was really off her feet. We took her into the vet just as a precaution, and he totally missed it. Um, we took her into the emergency vet the next morning. She was really dehydrated. He said, I don't know what's really wrong, but come back in an hour and we'll have a diagnosis. Thank heavens this vet had uh, a portable ultrasound machine. Right. Mm-hmm. And we came back, and she was already in surgery. My question is, how common is pyometra? Pyometra? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. unfortunately, it's as common. We were talking at the end of last hour about uh, about the uterus and the, all the problems that it can give, along with the cancer and all that. That's exactly. one of the, that's a very common uh, concern, and it can be hidden um, because mm-hmm. it's uh, because basically, if the cervix is closed, you don't see it very well. If it's open. You find it pretty darn quick. It, what a pyometra is is the uterus, um, an infection within the uterus. And when you think about what the uterus does, how it can nurture puppies and kittens and, well, usually just one species. But, right. but, but you, know, you know what I'm saying. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. But it really nurtures an infection, something fierce. Um, so um, uh, you can see, if you picture the size of a normal straw you might get at McDonald's, that would be the size of a uterus normally. The uterus can stretch to be the size of a, of, a, of a strong man's arm when it fills up with pus and blood. And so that's why it's not a very pleasant thing to deal with. Um, the great thing is that if you remove that, and it's a difficult surgery, um, if you remove it, it goes very smoothly and they tend to do all right. Mm-hmm. The difference between a spay and a pyometra surgery, I can describe it wonderfully. If you take a bowl of spaghetti that's really greasy 
and you drop a balloon inside, and you lift it out with the fork. That's a spay. Now if you stretch it out with ketchup and put it in there, and then try to lift it out with a fork, that's a pyometra surgery. It's a lot more difficult and takes a lot more time and a lot more technique. Do they do fine with the, with the surgery? Sure. And if everything goes appropriately, um, as, as it should, we'll do great, and you'll, be, uh, you'll have everything go wonderfully and shouldn't be a problem. She healed up beautifully. They caught her in time. They mm-hmm. said that she was just about ready to rupture. Yeah. Oh. It was very expensive, which is not even a concern because she's the other half of my dad's heart. Yeah. She's 85 years old, and he depends on, on her as a caregiver. She was on IVs for 48 hours and constant supervision, mm-hmm. and I will never have another female dog that I don't intend to breed and leave unsafe. Uh, uh, I really learned a lesson. Yeah, and thanks for sharing the advice with yes. us, Kathy. It's a wonderful piece of advice, yes. indeed. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to call in and tell people, hey, don't just do this because it's the right thing to do. Do it because there's, you could save your dog's life. Oh, you know, absolutely. That's why we always say Bob Barker. He's uh, he's been on uh, he was born, he was been around like since eighteen uh, hundreds. He's been on CBS. <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, he always says ends the show. Um, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. I think he almost does a disservice because say oh, I'm not going to breed my dog. I'm not going to have puppies. It's not. I don't need it. But it's not about uh, making more puppies. It's about the health of your animal, and it does keep them healthier longer. And I'm so glad you called up to tell us that story. Thank you so much. Uh, we're so glad it had a happy ending, too, for you, Kathy. Thanks for oh, the call. Oh, for sure. Let's play a game, shall we? Okay. Lies, 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 yeah. Fact or fiction. Lies, 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 yeah. You decide. Lies. All right, so we have, Brad, how does this work? Three facts, two fake, one true. Guess the true fact by calling in at 1-800-259-9231, and you win a fabulous prize. All right, ladies first, Donna. Okay. Scoop, the pelican chosen by organizers as official mascot of Super Bowl 39, beat out a shrimp and a manatee for the position. Bloop, bloop, I'm a manatee. <laughs> I love manatee. That's my manatee voice. <laughs> bloop, bloop, I'm a manatee. That's kind of Isn't fitting. that what they would sound like? Yeah, I think so. That's uh, pretty fitting. Driving it, it's like... <laughs> All right, never mind. We'll get back to that later. All right, our second fact. The start of Super Bowl V at Tulane's, uh, Tulane Stadium, Stadium, Stadium in New Orleans was delayed for several minutes as uh, Baltimore Colts coach Don Shula would not let his team enter the field after seeing a black cat run by their gates. Bloop, bloop, I'm done, Shula. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. After being named, and fact number three, after being named MVP of Super Bowl 26, Wyoming native Mark Rippon rode a borrowed police horse one victory lap around the Minneapolis Metrodome. All right, there you go. Two of those facts, false. One of them true. You let us know the true fact, and you win a fabulous prize for you and your pet. And, uh, Brad, do you have, uh, whatchamacallit, some uh, uh, emails over there? Sure do. Dear okay. Animal Talk. You've got mail, baby, yeah. What does you think about those potbelly pigs? I live in the suburbs and have a nice yard. Do you think that would be a good choice for me? And this is signed Helen. Well, that'll depend on your lifestyle. Um, having a potbelly pig is no different than having a dog as far as the time that goes into them. Um, they do need a yard. They they need exercise. 
Um, and one of the things, quite honestly, uh, <laughs> that I learned this weekend about potbelly pigs, you never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> want to rub a potbelly pig's belly. Really? Yes. Why is that? Because the dominant pig get its belly rubbed, mm-hmm. gets its belly rubbed by all the underling pigs. So by a human rubbing the pot-bellied pig's belly, you're actually telling that pot-bellied pig that he's the boss. Oh. And that gives them kind of a, you know, a way to run away and be, you know, boss that's, of the household. Yeah, that's not good. So, yes, you can have a pot-bellied pig, but don't treat it like a dog. Treat it like a pig. <laughs> you learn. I learn something every day. <laughs> and that's what I learned. Pot belly pigs. <laughs> don't, if you rub their belly, you're saying they're the alpha pig. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But they, they're fine pets. I mean, they they do just fine. And If you can't find yourself a fainting goat, go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, I really, really, really want a fainting goat. My sister I, I want has at least two. Three. Seal has two. <gasps> and she's got a regular one that doesn't really? faint. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. How old are they? <laughs> they're... they're where does she live? Can I go and see him? Yeah, we can go. She's in Oxford. Oh. The, the gasp that you gave. I almost did a spit take. I, I, I swear. <laughs> I've never seen them like with my own eyes. I've oh, only yeah. seen them on video. I would love to see them. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're cute. They just follow oh. around the yard. I have to see this happen. <laughs> yeah, I have great. I have to see this. They're cute. They're I, very personable little critters, too. I, I That and, and I really, really want an alpaca. Okay. I need a farm. I really need a farm. <laughs> I do. I need a lot of land. <laughs> I want fainting goats and alpacas. Right. We'll work on that. <laughs> and a border collie. <laughs> well, you're going to need it for the keep them all herded up. That's, that's well, right. the border collie will scare the fainting goats, which will just be fun and entertaining <laughs> for right. me. Hey, it's Jamie. i got to hop on in here and remind you about our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. WearingFunny.com for all your pet parent t-shirt needs. Head on over to WearingFunny.com and check out the vast array of amazing, hilarious t-shirts. Thoughtful, cuddly, and cute for you and your kitties and your puppies. And hey, we take requests. If you have a critter that we don't have represented, let us know. We'll get you connected with just the perfect shirt for you and your critters. Showing your love for being the best pet parent you can possibly be. Wearingfunny.com. Back to the show. It's, it's the fun. It's all about the fun, really. <laughs> it is. Who's bad? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's time for... The Bad Animal Joke of the Week. Who's bad? All right, the Bad Animal Joke of the Week. If you'd like to submit one, you can always send one to me, Jamie, at AnimalTalkRadio.com. And uh, I'd like to share so just some bad jokes with you. All right, Bad Animal Joke of the Week. Brad. Yeah. What is a mouse's favorite game? I don't know, Jamie. What is a mouse's favorite game? Hide and squeak. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Favorite game of mice around wow. the world. <laughs> it's uh, submitted. Wow. That was uh, Trevor, age seven. I was going to say, I was guessing six. Seven. I was guessing, thank you, Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, age seven. Uh, hey, Trevor's a funny boy. If you'd like to submit yeah. a joke, you can be any age, really. Uh, <laughs> but the jokes don't have to be good. And if you're over like 30, you don't have to put your age. No, no. You can, you can, yeah. It must be from Helen, 46. You don't need that. That's okay. Who's bad? That's right. Bad animal joke of the week. That's just too much fun. <laughs> oh. It's like the show gets kidnapped for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
somewhere else. At least nobody's holding it for ransom. That's right. <laughs> All right, and then we're here to help you with your pets. Uh, another email? Sure. Your animal talk. What's this? A letter for me? Why are you guys so against the new breeds like Labradoodles? They seem perfectly fine to me, and frankly, they're really cute. Why are you against them? And this is signed, Roger. I wouldn't say we're absolutely against them. I think what what we've all said on numerous occasions is, you know, if you're going to get a mutt, go to a shelter and save them. Yeah. Rather than spending, you know, X amount of dollars on one that was purposely created. Right. Um, why Why not get the strays off the street instead of filling more? And so. then I just, I think it's ridiculous the amount of money people pay for it. And then you're not absolutely guaranteed what that dog's going to look like. No. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can you can have a pretty good guess from the previous litters that came from these two dogs, but still, it's not going to be a, it's not a hundred percent. It's not like mm-hmm. a breed. It's not it's not a breed. Because I'll tell you, the the quote unquote puggles, I think they're adorable. I think mm-hmm. they're absolutely adorable. Right. I think they have I, they're great because they have the pug personality, but they have the longer nose, so it's a little bit better for them. But again, it comes down to it's a great mixed breed dog. Right. It's not that we're opposed to these, you know, these pets being. It's it's more of the purposely bred to be sold and, that we're more opposed to. And it's not that we're snobs either. It's not like oh, it's a mixed. No, no I own two months. I love so, the months. And, yeah. and the, the fact is, is that if you're paying, let's say you're paying eighteen hundred dollars to buy a cavaloodle, which I saw a cavaloodle this week, which oh, is really? cavaloodle, cavaloodle, poodle half, with a cavalier King Charles. Yes. Yes. See, I love the personality of a Cavalier King Charles. I think they're great dogs. I don't think you need to change them. It, but it's a beautiful dog, but still, it's going to end up costing them with financing about $2,700. And, and the thing is, why don't you go to the Humane Society or whatever shelter and save 27 and, and or so dogs? And pick out that little and, dachshund mix, you know? Yeah, and so that's why. We're just trying not to support the manufacture of more mixed-breed dogs. That's what it comes down to. All right, your calls are next. Jim in Colorado with your cat problem. We're helping you in just a minute on Animal Talk. I'm hip. <laughs> I DJed uh, the the high school dance at my high school last night, and the kids are coming up. Oh, Mr. Flanagan, you're gonna play some good music, right? And I just I started playing like Rhinestone Cowboy just to be funny, and, and they uh, didn't find that funny. They, they're not amused. <laughs> but then I, I rocked it up. You didn't, you didn't all, start playing Mandy. I played. I was just. I just. You know, really, and actually, ninety. That one usually gets people. Ninety percent of it. No idea what I was playing. Just their requests, and it's like, oh, okay, I got three requests for this. It must be a good one. Play it. Ah, okay. I'm an old man. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to help you with your pets. Jim, Jim, from Colorado. Jim, uh, welcome to Animal Talk. Hi. I really enjoy your show very much. Well, thanks, Jim. Um, I've got a uh, an aggression problem with a one-year-old male cat. Um, I have six cats inside mm. uh, my house. They, I've taken them in. They're, uh, we're stray and feral cats. Okay. And I... You know, I try to feed them, feed the others outside, and I take them to the vet and give them spayed, neutered, and shots, etc. Good deal. But I've got six inside, and this, the one uh, is, like I say, about a one-year-old male cat, and he is um, constantly uh, trying to intimidate uh, three uh, of the other cats. Uh, there's one female, and two others are male, and um, he will periodically attack them. And I'm wondering if there's anything I can do to alleviate the problem. See now you gotta you gotta describe to us attacking them. Is he drawing blood or are they no. just rolling around and well, he'll, bouncing he'll, off each other? Yeah, he'll he'll go up and uh, when they're trying to eat or you know they're resting or just standing around, he'll go up and and uh, jump on them and and uh, kind of knock them around and then take off. 
All mm-hmm. right. Now, while they're eating, that tells us a little something. Now, if he was just doing that, like, and if they're in the middle of the living room, that's just cats being freaky and playing. But while they're eating, that might mm-hmm. be something. Yeah. The cats, what you have going on, Jim, is a colony. You have a cat colony. Right. right. And colonies function uh, in a certain way. Very Not too much different from a dog pack. There is usually a head of that colony. Not quite the same as an alpha pair, but there usually is one top cat in the group. And every time you bring a new cat in, that top cat position is up for grabs, unlike with dogs. Whoever's alpha is stays alpha until we grow old and can't hold it anymore. So what, what this cat is doing is saying, this is my territory, this is my turf, I get the food, I get to do everything, and he, he's probably doing a little bit of stalking of the other kitties too, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is he neutered? Yes, he is. All Very of them good. are spayed and neutered and all Excellent. have their shots. Excellent. And, uh, uh, but these cats have been together for, oh, I'd say about uh, two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. Now, during that two and a half to three year period, were you bringing in other cats, or did you all no. in one fell swoop bring them all in together? Uh, I, well, uh, let's see. There, I, I uh, it, uh, just every once in a while, I'd bring one bring in. Bring a cat in. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's one of the, the ones that he's attacking is one, of, is one of the newer ones that I've brought in. That's okay. a female. Yeah, he's he's trying to show her that he's top cat. Ah. This is this is my domain. This is one of the things. And a lot of times, you'll you'll get this. And as long as they're not causing injury to each other, this is something that's going to occur. Anytime you have a multiple cat household, this is the oh. behavior that that does happen. Um, this is something where they'll just walk up and and start. Um, playing it may start out as we're trying to incite a little bit of fun um over the food dish that is definitely him saying this is my food dish you need to get out of here so you you do want to keep a close eye on this to make sure that he's not chasing any of the cats off the litter box or anything like that to uh, make he sure does that, do that okay you, how many litter boxes do you have i've got uh, eight litter boxes wow excellent man. excellent <laughs> um yeah most people aren't, aren't that on top of it you you're pretty on top of it so what you may want to do to give the other kitties a break is you could even lock him up for a couple hours during the day to give them some peace time and let them relax okay. and go about their business. But if he's younger than the rest um, or he's more active than the rest, this is his way of, of you know, just kind of shaking things up and saying, I'm the top cat here. And, oh, and this okay. is this is a normal multiple cat household that you'll see. I mean, there's always going to okay. be one cat that's going to come out yeah. on top like that. And and he may start it out in, in good fun, just trying to play with them, but then it's turned into, that's mine, that belongs to me, this couch is mine, that room's mine, right. that food's mine, that litter box is mine. So giving them a break from him may help out a little bit. Okay, this one, one uh, the male that he uh, attacks... This male is very, very shy, and he mm-hmm. he gets very afraid real quick, and uh, and he's just constantly attacking him. And I just don't know. I I put the other male, the the one that's uh, very afraid, I put him in a separate room. Okay. But uh, you know, you I, may... I, I kind of don't like to leave. Uh, him eventually, there. he'll quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you may want to do even is consider placing this more dominant feline um, because he's shaking things up yeah. with the others. Yeah. You know, he may be a cat that'll do better in a one, you know, he's the only kitty home. Um, right. Some cats right. are like this. They're relentless. They'll keep going. Um, yeah, he my, just keeps doing it. I've, I've sprayed him with water and everything I know to do, and he just keeps it up. Yeah, yeah. This is this is not unusual, but you may consider if he's causing a lot of stress to the other kitties, um, the way cats react to stress it, it, it can cause quite a problem. Cats can stop eating, and then yeah. you're looking at you know various medical issues. Yeah, right. So for him, in in the best interest of the other kitties that you've got in the home, you may consider looking for a new placement for him. Okay, I'll do that. 
I very, appreciate it very, very much. All right, Jim. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for the call. I bet he works for the Postal Service. Because <laughs> the whole time he was sorting his mails. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. Wow, that was bad. Oh, you should have saved that for the bad animal joke of the week. <laughs> Michael. Yikes. Man, oh, horrible. Man. I know. Where is that? I don't have much to do here. I just read them. Thank you. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, we have Mark. I can get up and leave. In Nebraska. No. Mark in Nebraska. <laughs> Welcome to Animal Talk. Well, thank you very much. I enjoy well, listening to your show. Oh, thanks. I've got a uh, older dog, uh, approximately 14 and a half. It's a chow mix. Never had any uh, health problems until uh, out of the blue, woke up uh, after sleeping one night and uh, her eyes were uh, kind of going back and forth and and uh, his held, head was kind of tilted. And we took him to our vet and he said that uh, he had the, uh, I think it's, if I'm pronouncing this right, vesticular syndrome. Okay. Very close. It's vestibular. Vestibular. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry about that. No, but, no, no. Uh, Very closer uh, than most people get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a female, and and uh, he said it wasn't as bad as seen some other dogs, but he did give her, I believe it was a, like a steroid shot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been about two and a half weeks, and she's she's just healthy and and fine now. But the thing of it is, she's got this head that tilted so far to the right uh, that when she tries to sometimes shake herself or she takes a little walk or something like that, she you know she falls over. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if there's something that uh, I should be doing or if that's going to be, if it's not been long enough for her to get over that yet or will her head eventually maybe come back a little bit or... Well, you're, you're dealing with a tough situation. Vestibular disease, basically think of it as damage within the inner ear, so that the tilting of the head to the side is what feels right now to the pooch. Uh, the thing is, at this age, you're probably the steroids that you're doing are probably the best bet to get improvement, okay. but chances are you're not going to see, you're going to get to a level that life's okay. You're probably never going to be 100% with it again. But if we can live a happy life, who cares about age? If we can keep going as long as we can, uh, you know, just keep going with the steroids, see how we do. All right, Mark. Good luck with that. Um, does it seem is it a seizure? Is he having a seizure? Or is he just getting hyperactive, Mark? I, I mean, Chester, what do you think? I think he's having like a anxiety attack or something. Okay, so it's not really a seizure. Uh, <laughs> so it's not a seizure. So, Brad, so an overexcited dog, is, is Benadryl an answer for an overexcited dog? Well, Benadryl is a really cool response to a lot of these problems because... I, I like Benadryl. Yeah, Benadryl, Benadryl, <laughs> Benadryl is like a, an over-the-counter sedative you can give at like one milligram per pound that can help make uh, make things a little bit easier on the dog and calm them down. But these little uh, a little stress attack like that, that's, uh, that's very unusual. Is there anything that... Is there something that it's associated with that it comes up? Is it while we're sleeping? Is it while the world's being stressful, noise? Is there anything that causes it to happen? Yeah, Chester, I'm sorry. We, we lost you. But, so so only um, when there's a hawk that's covered in pepper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We just can't understand what you're yeah, saying because we, of the connection. We'll try to, get, try to get you back on a better cell. Sorry but, about that, Chester. But the, but the Benadryl is, is a fine thing to do. It really can help out. And the, is uh, there too much Benadryl? Is there like uh, you shouldn't do this more than once a week or once a No, you can do it pretty day. much. That's one of the great things about it. It's very, um, it's very simple to do. It's very safe to do. Um, you can give it up to three times a day. It's not something you want to lean on, but it's something that if you give one milligram per pound um, as needed, 
Um, it works very nicely. The over-the-counter size of Benadryl is 25 milligrams. So if you have a 50-milligram dog, that's two tablets. The problem you get into is that if you give every time you give the Benadryl, uh, if you do it every time, you're never going to find out exactly what the culprit is. And it's, it's, it would be very interesting to find out why this dog would be going through that yeah. sort of phase. Because if there's, if there's, one of the things I would wonder about is could we have uh, some sort of a heart problem? Because we could be having a hyperactive uh, node that's causing the heart just to go nuts on you. Yeah, a trip to the vet might be a good yeah. idea I would before go get we that. Keep, keep them on a heavy Benadryl regimen. Go get a stethoscope on the chest. It can really make a difference here. I'd want to know that first. All right, Chester. If you get a better cell and you have a further question, get back yeah, to us. Sorry Martha. Martha, your question's next. She's got some problems with the cats on Animal Talk. And uh, we got Martha in Nebraska. Martha, welcome to Animal Talk. Thank you. What can we do for you, Martha? I have a question about my cat who has visited a veterinarian in the last day. Okay. He had um, the inability to pass his urine, bladder Uh enlarged, extreme tenderness. Uh Uh-huh. Poor baby, I came home from work, and he was lying in his litter box. Aww. Took him to the vet. It was obviously an emergency. She capped him and said the moment she inserted the cap, he passed a mucus plug. Uh-huh. Well, he's home now. He's doing fine. But my question is, she explained that tomcats were prone to mucus plugs. Now, he is a neutered male, mm-hmm. and he's declawed. He's an indoor cat, mm-hmm. and he has water available at all times. So how do I prevent this? Well, that's a great question. Uh, yeah. There's 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 a couple ways you can take care of it. Do they do a urinalysis as well? Do they oh, check yes. Your... She did everything. She was very thorough. She checked his potassium, his BUN, his creatinine. She said his UA looked good. Yeah. Well, so... she's already better than me. But no, I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. For a cat that wandered into the yard, uh, he's now added to my list. Of expensive items. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no such thing as a free pet. But it, nope. which, 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 the, the thing is, um, how do you prevent it? There's a couple of ways yeah. you can do it. One is the fact the UA didn't show any, um, uh, didn't show anything. Your analysis didn't show anything. Um, that's pretty interesting because oftentimes what we find is some crystals or stones that as part of that. Done. But they didn't find any. And also, Nothing. did they? Oh, I know where the stones are. No, that's, that's the stones. <laughs> okay, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> what? They're performing at the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, go ahead. All right, now, um, <laughs> anyway, you were saying that how do, you, how do you make sure not to have the plug form? That's going to be really hard. But it's something that uh, if you just, it might be something you never see happen again. Did they find any sort of infection at all? No, not really. He is on an antibiotic, but it's more prophylactically. He's on an anti-inflammatory. Okay. Sometimes the bladder can get inflamed and cause this to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, it's something that you might never see again. Now, one time does not make a pattern, but if we have it recurrently where it happens a second time, then you start got, have to start looking at other things. But usually it's an inflammation of the bladder that's really the underlying culprit, and uh, the antibiotics probably will help take care of that. They have some anti-inflammatory effects also not just antibiotic effects. So I'm betting this will take care of the problem for you completely. Now, if it happens again and again, you got to look at why is the bladder inflamed. you got to look at maybe even trying to figure out if the penis is at fault, if maybe the, maybe the tube is too small and you actually have to get the penis removed. That's way down the road. See first if things get better just on the antibiotics and be glad that everything worked out so easily and you don't have a big war in front of you involving the, bl- and the urine. So, and common sense tells me then that it's not diet-related. It's probably not diet-related since everything else is okay. Okay. Um, there's not much else you can do. But ask about, ask her if there's other things you can try. Okay, thank All right. you. Thanks for the call, Martha. And our uh, true fact was... 
uh, Scoop the Pelican was chosen by as the official mascot of Super Bowl 39, and he beat out a shrimp and a manatee for his position. Looks like I got the job here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the uh, Super Bowl edition of Animal Talk. We appreciate you being around. Thanks for being with us for another episode of Animal Talk. Make sure you do all those podcast things in the podcast places. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. We hope you had a little fun along the way. Make sure you head on over to wearingfunny.com. You can grab yourself some gear to show off what a proud pet parent you are. Are you a cool cat mom? Are you a happy doggy daddy? We got all the gear just for you. Hats, shirts, all kinds of swag. Wearingfunny.com. Go check it out and show yourself a little animal pride with Animal Talk. Once again, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you so much for being here. Have an exotic week. And kiss. Your wild thing for me. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.